0: Saying stuff
1: oh okay <laughs> um well with with the whole neutering animals thing uh so uh the females of my of my kittens have already been spayed but i'm waiting on the boys because i'm 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 basically trying to get them to develop uh fully yeah. um pete i think might have been neutered it's hard to tell because like he was a rescue cat then PetSmart got him and all this stuff I think he was neutered kind of early and I've seen uh, uh, female cats that have been spayed way too early. And there is definitely some stunting in development, like they're happy, healthy cats, but they're there's just something their proportions are a little bit more uh, haven't developed fully or something. It's hard to explain. They're were are stockier and shorter legs. They're just smaller animals. Um, but the ones that I like the boys that I haven't neutered yet, they're, they're getting big. And uh, I'm waiting. Now, the only problem is male cat- cats will mark, especially when you have a lot of cats. Um, but I'm I'm waiting it out. Now Pete, I felt like was neutered a little too early, so uh, uh, I have the ability to get like uh, testosterone. Uh, I won't anyway. I won't get into that. But, but <laughs> the, t- the testosterone that I, I started applying inside yeah. his ears, because on a yeah. cat there's a whole lot of blood vessels. And so I was using a um, a topical uh, testosterone cream that I would apply. I would try to basically figure out his body weight and like very loosely uh, figure out what that would translate on his size. And yeah. I started to apply it in his ears and uh, uh, very specific changes started happening. Like he was all of a s- sudden much more interested in the girl cats. And uh, Mm -hmm. I would wake up and he would be doing his thing and be like, "Ah, well, at least they're neutered. I don't have to worry about like babies all over the place. (laughs) But but that stuff does work on cats like hormone replacement therapy. Now, what I would probably suggest is a much lower dose than I applied if it was going to be done long term. Mm. Um, But the only thing is I stopped doing it because I started worrying like in humans, if you if you superficially boost testosterone. Uh, and you have too much five alpha reductase. That then all of a sudden that testosterone down chain will start converting into way too much DHT. You'll have like prostate enlargement, losing hair, that kind of stuff. Um, and I don't know what those hormone that the what that chain is in a cat because there's very little research on that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was like, you know what, maybe maybe I'll hold off on this and like try to look. For other people that are doing this, or more information. But anyway, yeah, I, uh, that's my two
0: cents. But it does I, work. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what? Okay, so this. Speaking of like. Ster, just the the topic of steroids and everything like that. I find mm-hmm. it, very fascinating, that something that can like, turn your body into just like a monster can also mm-hmm. be so bad for you. And I guess it's like, it's anything, you know, like if you eat too much chocolate or something like that, you're, you know, it's, it's good in moderation. And I wonder if it's, I wonder if there's anything like that, like s- steroid or cause I, I mean, there's a bunch of the weird stuff. Like there's HGH, um, there's SARMs, things like that. But I feel like there's always like a side effect or you have to cycle it in, in such a way. I don't know. It's Oh yeah. yeah, you will get I, I,
1: testicular shutdown immediately once you start taking, you know, uh, exogenous hormones. Um, mm. That's the whole problem with steroids. Like I, I, have always been fascinated by them, and especially when I was a lot younger, you know, because you're like, oh, I want to get huge. I want to, I want to like walk sideways into a door, uh, <laughs> like. But I'm glad that I didn't just like start blasting testosterone at like 22 or whatever, uh, I would be in a, a wreck right now because all mm. these dudes that are doing the SARMs and they're, they're like already at like peak levels, like in your life with those transitional hormone hormones, right out, out of puberty, you are, if you're like doing heavy lifts and eating a ton and getting good sleep, you're going to get massive. Um, yeah. s- if you start taking those hormones, there's no guarantee that, 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 natural testosterone function will come back and if it comes back it's not going to be at the levels that it once was so i'm all about testosterone optimization and everything Mm. i can do to facilitate that naturally um now is there a point in my life where i'm gonna you know get on trt probably like 80s i know that if you are (laughs) did you say in your 80s (laughs) oh yeah (laughs) okay like that's that's when that's when my dad started so like i'm I'm kind of following like (laughs) the genetic uh what i'm observing so far in my family genetics um which is like normally guys will get on it way earlier some guys will get it in their 50s sometimes 40s um but like you when you do that you've got to have blood tests you've got to know whether or not like right now i'm great so there's no need for me to add on top of that it would just be yeah. a problem and then and then like that uh, five alpha reductase or aromatase like you're you could have all of a sudden a breakdown not only into DHT but a ton of estrogen and that's why mm. everyone gets the man to well a handful of them get man boobs or a gyno whatever I don't know the long fancy word for it but that uh that's that's not happening. I like th- some of them uh, start. Pretty, they they um trigger milk production in like mm. really rare instances. It's like no 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 no. Yeah, <laughs> not, not going down that road. <clears throat> no,
0: Lancia. What do you think of, uh, about all of this? Have you like, as far as like seeing like influencers like how how because I I see it on social media all the time. As like all, like these very young like guys influencers like pushing all of this stuff. Let's see what do you think?
2: I'm not very knowledgeable <laughs> in this <laughs> section. <laughs> this stuff doesn't really come up on my feed, to be honest. The stuff <laughs> I watch is more like trashy reality TV show stuff. Nice. Um but I don't know, like my we're talking about like enhancements, right? Is that what we're talking about? Yeah. A
1: bit, a bit. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I have a friend who takes creatine, which seems nice. natural from what he says. Um, but I don't know. I think it's interesting trying to like. I don't. I don't want to say like genetically modify your body, but use like, um, like hormones to enhance to enhance your body.
0: Um. I. See, I, think I mean. It's interesting. I see. I see it all the time. I mean, like, you go to like any, you go to Walmart and you go just down like the nutrition or like the, like the self, like, uh, help, not the self help, but like the, like, I don't know, like anything to do with like, you know, your body, like the contact lenses solution and everything. There's an aisle that it has to do with like fitness type stuff. Yeah, and there's yeah. always like hydroxy cut, um, just like I feel like there's a lot of stuff out there and it's – I feel like it's easily accessible to like really anybody and it's – like, I feel like it's one of these – because here's the thing though is like the FDA does not regulate a lot of that stuff. No, like yeah. cre- like creatine, protein, like powder, anything. That's why they have all those crazy labels and everything like yeah. monster face ripper and stuff like that or it could just have – Viper like, juice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just well, a yeah, go
2: ahead. I was gonna say, well, our FDA doesn't regulate a lot of things. Like they don't regulate baby lotion either. Like we put that on our babies what? and children. Yeah, they don't. They don't. They don't regulate that. I saw. From um, Yeah, I saw a video uh, where they were. It was, I think, in court, and they were asking the FDA agent if you know, if the FDA can um, require uh, the baby lotion manufacturer, or whatever, to. Um, put sp- what it, put everything that's in, you know, the baby lotion on the bottle, and they said, no, like, they can't, you know, and just certain things like that. So there's just a lot of things, like, they don't regulate. There's a lot of, like, our food, it's banned in other countries, and I saw this one video where this girl was talking about how she stopped eating a lot of, like, cause we have a lot of, like, processed food, but she started, like, going specifically to, like, fruits and sea moss and, you know... Uh, juices and like trying to stay in that area and how she was feeling so much better and having a lot more energy Mm. and yeah like there's just so much that we have that's like accessible to us that we probably shouldn't have accessible to us but it's all just kind of like I feel or I feel like it's all just kind of like one big market because these things give us health problems and then we go to the hospital or we go or whatever to get paid to get these health (laughs) issues resolved and then the health issues don't stop. And then we keep eating all this other, like we are just putting all this stuff in our body, right? We're putting all this stuff in our body and we're having all these health issues. And we're like, why are we having all these health issues? And then we're paying to take care of our health issues. And then.
0: It's it's, it's a vicious cycle. And I think, what was it? I think Clark said it on, uh, I forgot what episode it was, but he, he had said that like, we have like survival on lockdown. We don't have to worry about that now. And I feel like it's something kind of like what you were saying, Lancia, where it's like processed foods. Like, imagine just like cookies, just cookies. You go down like the junk food aisle and there's like a hundred different selections of cookies. Whereas like it back in the day or, you know, take even like the forties or fifties where it was like the norm was to actually make the cookie. And it wasn't like something that was made in a factory. Yeah. So I, and I feel like that's just like in general, like, like the meat and everything like that, that was something that like locally, All of that meat was like processed, you know, you, you saw the cow the other day, like eating grass and now it's right there where that's not the case anymore, where it's just, Oh, what was it? I saw a video of like, just like water jets injecting, um, just like, Filler or like you know flavoring into the meat, and I was like that that happened. It's just crazy how much stuff like that happens. And then you were talking to Lancia. Sorry, I'm ranting right now, but like the whole the the whole fruit thing, where you look at a a normal apple in nature, and it's just like it's just a tiny little guy, you know, like that's the size of an apple, or you know, like in general, it's just not that big. But you go to the store, and it's the size of a watermelon. It's just like how how is this possible? Yeah.
2: And it's it's not, and I've, I've gotten really like into gardening recently and a lot of people have said like you have to, like, if you want to grow um, fruits and stuff like that, you have to buy heirloom seeds because a lot of the fruit that we buy, like has been genetically modified that you can't grow from the seeds. I don't know how like true that is. Um,
0: So you're saying that like, if I eat an apple and the seeds from it i can't plant that and grow an apple tree
2: yeah like they're a lot harder to germinate like or whatever they do like they want to make sure that you know like you're not able to sustain yourself um
1: like the suicide seeds from monsanto
2: I, I don't know. It's just, it's something I saw, like I said, like, I don't, I'm not sure how true it is. I haven't heard about anything from the suicide seeds. So if you have any information on oh, that.
1: Well, yeah, it's a business practice by Monsanto. It, it used to be a thing where, um, farmers, uh, would seed save because that would be what you do to grow your next crop. Um, when Monsanto came in, they were giving genetically modified seeds and, uh, under all of their crazy, uh, patents and and what what law says and everything they basically had ownership over that and so they also didn't want uh like a farmer on the other side of the road their genetics from their uh like corn pollen to transfer over to the next one because the because basically what had to happen is in monocrop agriculture there is no way to do it unless you douse all the crops with poison. You have to, and I'm I'm not saying that's good. I'm just saying that's the reality of how our food system works on the scale that it does. You have to, um, you have to cover it with glyphosate. Otherwise, the it is unmanageable. You cannot manage that much crop and yield and all of that stuff. So what they did was Monsanto developed a uh, seeds varying types that were resistant they would edit the genome all kinds of stuff they were doing and then their sister product which they also own glycosphate roundup um, they needed uh, and some other uh, insecticides so they needed weed control and insect control and they needed to just crop dust or have those giant things to just move over the crops, spraying them. Or dudes strapped with a backpack full of the uh, poison or whatever it was and spray it manually. They do that in wheat fields mostly. Um, and that, the only way to do that is, is to just have anything that and insects and, and weeds didn't take over. You have to do that. So they developed a crop that is resistant to their chemical roundup and the problem was they that's in their mind their proprietary genetic seed so later on in later iterations if any uh they, they would get in trouble any um farmer that was seed saving there were like a, but they, they would uh potentially lose contracts for buying seeds in bulk that kind of thing and then they went a step further later down when they didn't want to have to have inspectors go and check to see if people were saving seeds. They genetically modified the seed to where it wouldn't be. It it couldn't go to the second generation. So uh, it would be a suicide seed. And what? yeah, why am I, why am I just finding out about all of this right now? Oh, it it gets crazier. So in the wheat production line, that was more corn in the wheat production line in the U S it's an agricultural practice to, so once the, Wheat berries come to term and they're on, you know, wheat on a stock, they go through and soak it in glycosphate, which is now, you know, you hear those reports. We're now, it's detectable levels in children's cereal. Like you get most General Mills brands and you can test for glycosphate and it pops up in trace amounts. The reason is, is because they go through, you'll see, you can look up the videos. They're guys in hazmat suits with tanks of. Uh, of glyphosate that go through and spray specifically the, the grain, the, 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 they're called berries, wheat berries. And the reason they do this is because when the chemical is exposed to the wheat berry, it swells and it increases in a ton of uh, water and mass. And that increases their weight yield. So it's way more profitable to uh, I mean, they, they produce this chemical on cents on, on like a massive scale, tons of it. And they spray all of it, and that increases the food price because it weighs more and has it retains more water. Nobody really knows why it does that. But glycosphate, is, uh, it crushes testosterone levels. It uh, messes with both uh, ovary development and testicular development, basically targeting the reproductive system. Uh, And I don't think that was intentional. I know there's a lot of conspiracy theorists out there, but these are like old patented chemicals. And I think they were doing what works and they just don't care about the health consequences. Same thing with DuPont when they had those Teflon assembly lines, the same mutation on the women that were cleaning out all of those Teflon vats, all of their children, because they were pregnant at the time while they were working on these assembly lines, all those women that would... Uh, bear the all of them had the same uh, deformities and um, and they they, I mean and what happens time and time again there's a class action lawsuit and they settle out of court uh, a bunch of money and it sounds big it's like the roundup recently got slapped with like a ton like uh, I think it was getting close to a billion I, I don't remember the exact number but it's because the guys that I was telling you about with the roundup strapped to their back that would soak the wheat berries they were getting like black femurs, they were getting weird cancers, all kinds of stuff. And just l- Google all these lawsuits, or better yet, go on some other search engine because these companies pay to suppress those search results. So go to something like Brave or Startup Page or maybe even DuckDuckGo. But um they will they will uh th- there's been class action lawsuits and then they pay out like a billion dollars. The problem is the amount of people that now need life. Long care because of this chemical they were exposed to that they were not told this would happen. This is a risk. They were mm. not paid risk money. Uh, they were they they were they were just hey this is a job go for it. And now they they're, now they're like uh, infirmed. Um, and and that amount of money may seem like a lot, but for long term health care for all of these people it does nothing. It's a drop in the bucket. I mean yeah. these people have have to have like radical therapies just to you know, have a normal life or extend their life, which they've dramatically shortened. So so we are if we're eating stuff from like General Mills or all these things, we're getting trace amounts of that same stuff. Not as much granted, but it's still like I don't want any of that in me. And and the speculation now is people with um, Crohn's disease or any kind of like celiac's disease it's not that they're gluten intolerant. It's that they're hyper allergic to this poison that they're getting trace amounts of. And it's causing an inflammatory response in the GI tract. So I've had like anecdotal stories told me by friends. Someone here has horrible Crohn's disease can't have a a speck of bread. And then they go over to Germany and are pressured. Oh, the bread's really good or whatever. And then they they have the bread and nothing happens. They're fine. Mm -hmm. So it's like You know, celiac disease related to gluten may be real. I'm not saying it's not. I'm just saying that I guarantee there is a huge correlation between how tainted our food is and how sick people are. And they think it's something else here. That's
0: all. Let's see. Go ahead. No, (laughs) go ahead.
2: I was going to add on. There is another thing that I saw that they um, there is this guy who was who worked at the pig like pig factories where they salt like the slaughterhouses. Mm -hmm. And he was recording the videos of the pigs' feed, which they were grinding down plastic, and they were putting in the pigs' feed.
0: Yes, he got fired for that.
2: Yes, he did. Did... Yes.
0: Yeah. Go ahead. Sorry, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you
2: off. Um, (laughs) But that was, but that was it. Like people are finding like traces of plastic as well, like in our meats and in our food, and we're eating that as well. You know, we're eating. Oh, did you also know that most countries, like most other countries, they will do like a parasite detox twice a year we don't we don't do anything about that we don't really talk about parasites we don't really do Mm -hmm. anything like that other countries will make a point to do a parasite detox twice a year so we're putting all this stuff in our body we have like who knows like how many parasites and we always feel like terrible um don't say
0: don't say it like I'm hungry right now. I'm scared <laughs> to go down into my kitchen. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no. And there's also
2: like, you know, like, also like our waters like have heavy heavy metals in them too. And I think that's what like I noticed that I have like a lot of brain fro- fog. <laughs> I have a lot of brain fog. And I've seen, I've seen some videos and like, you know, things that they, there's like this water recipe somebody did. Like I'd, I have to, I have to written down. I'd have to go. I'd have to pull it up, but they, you're supposed to, here, let me just see if I have it.
1: This is the perfect time to say they're putting chemicals in the waters. Okay. To turn the freaking frogs gay. So, <laughs> Alex Jones. So the recipe was
2: one quart distilled water, one teaspoon baking soda, one teaspoon teaspoon sea salt, and then you stir that. And then you, sp- you split that quart into four doses and you drink one dose every two hours. Um, and some for some people, like a lot of some people in the comments are saying this really worked for them. And if they felt like it um, really helped kind yeah. of like make their brain, I guess, more active or clear that brain fog. Um, some people said that they had to make two quarts um, and they had to do conver- like do eight doses. And that's what helped them. I haven't tried this out. I want to try that out and see how, you know, how accurate it is. Yeah. I feel like I need that since I have um, a lot of brain fog but another thing too like is sea moss like mm-hmm. having the like the gel sea moss like and putting that in our foods because sea moss if i remember correctly has 92 minerals out of i think the 95 that we need mm-hmm. or out of the 100 we need yeah and let's be honest how many minerals th- that we need are we actually consuming a day
1: oh absolutely uh full hic minerals like the black water that you can get in jugs uh is is perfect for that and and sea CM- moss you're totally right about the sea moss like sea moss also has I forget which one it is um you would probably know Lancia like is it uh it's some kind of collagen but it's like marine not a marine it's like it's plant based or it's either that or um I think it is collagen it's a it's a weird kind of plant-based collagen
2: I think it does have collagen in it
1: yeah my mom takes that and and she swears by
0: it there was something about like sea algae, I want to say why did, why does it seem like anything from the sea is really good for you? Even though we're like polluting the sea yeah. too. I feel like, See, like that's I- the I- other
1: thing. <clears throat> like, I hope everything's being tested. What do you mean? <laughs> well, like, like fish, like, um, mm-hmm. if you get wild caught Alaskan like salmon, it's, it's generally better than from other sources, or especially farmed out sources. But, um, Like things like I really like shrimp, but they're bottom feeders, and in an ideal setting, that's not really a big big deal. But with increasing heavy metals and other environmental issues, uh, they're the first to absorb all of that, and then and then bigger prey eat them, and it goes up the food chain to
0: us.
2: I feel like if we're feeding our pigs plastic, we don't really care what our
0: fish (laughs) are (laughs) eating. Yeah. What's better, eating plastic or like a bottom feeder?
1: You know. Yeah. Oh, what was that? Just today, there was another chemical plant fire. I posted it in the stuff around the internet. Every day, there's a there's some massive. There's like, oh, whoops, we dump methane or me- yeah. no, methanol in the river. Whoops. We derailed this thing and burned off all these chemicals and now there's a mushroom cloud over Ohio. Whoops. Uh, Another, uh, another General Mills factory went up in flames. There's uh, every day there is some giant factory catastrophe where it dumps like unknown junk into our, our ecosystem.
2: Did you see that in Ohio they were taking – they were, like, sanit they were cleansing the dirt. They are trying to clean the dirt, and they were transporting the dirt somewhere else from yeah. the spill.
1: Yeah, they have to remove the t- – they do the same thing in places that are But it's uh, already irradiated. airborne. It's yeah, already, yeah no,
2: you're it's right. already like airborne. I don't- and I, it's I killed –
0: tr- trying to do something rather than nothing at this point you know what i mean (laughs) so at least they can be like oh we did something well
2: they spilled it and then they set it on fire like i don't i don't understand how that was the first course of action and it feels like it's more methodically like planned out than like oops we spilled this chemical now we're gonna set it on fire because we don't we don't know any better (laughs) sorry now you guys you know your chickens are dead what's gonna happen to you in 10 years yeah
0: the amount of animals that died i feel so bad about that like just people that lived in that town like their animals were just getting sick and just dying like that 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 was not fun to hear i would be so infuriated i would be (sighs) i think i would move honestly like i would leave i wouldn't stay probably I, I, i would be like i don't care like i will come back i will finish what i need to do to sell like this house but we're leaving this town if, I if the stay.
1: if the land was poisoned and the sky was soured, I might leave. <laughs> yeah,
2: right. There were oh, people we're... who were being poisoned too, like and you could hear like when they like talked, they sounded like a squeaker toy. They did not sound how they should sound. Oh, that's,
1: that's the so thing bad. with animals, like that's why we use animals in testing. They their cell division and metabolism, the way they metabolize things, are so much faster than us. So it's like a compressed like human lifespan. So if those chickens, uh, which is a perfect example, were getting sick and just keeling over, what's going to happen in in 10
0: years to humans exposed exactly. to the same thing? No, yep. no, yep. this, this whole thing reminds me of like, them trying to do something, but they just keep fucking it up reminds me, I think I've said this before, of when that beached whale uh was on the, like the shore and they're like ah let's just stick it full of dynamite and blow it up <laughs> it was like what that's that's your solution to this then, uh, and just like oh yeah
2: this is like kind of a tangent a little bit but because Seth mentioned pregnant woman it reminded me of this so yeah. I don't know if you guys like because because I'm a woman I like look into pregnancy and stuff a lot because I find it scary <laughs> but <laughs> um I was seeing a lot of stuff on home births and people were talking about how when you go and have birth in hospital, they take like your placenta, and your placenta is worth like thousands and thousands of dollars. However, you are not allowed to sell your own placenta. Um, and as well, a lot of people like talked about like how, you know, how the cord, how the baby has the cord, right. And they clamp mm-hmm. the cord right up, like right away. Um, So t- like a lot of people, uh, who do home births, they say that you're not supposed to do that because when you clamp it right away, you're cutting off all this like blood and these nutrients that the baby is still supposed to receive. So you're not supposed to clamp it right away. You're supposed to like wait um, like a certain amount of time, like maybe 30 minutes or if not less um, for the baby to receive all its nutrients. And then you, you're supposed to clamp the cord. And so p- women will hire um, these home birthing women. I forget what they're called, but they'll have them come in to the hospital with them and make sure that, you know, their rights like are being met. Like if the woman says, I want this, this, and this, you know, sometimes the yeah. hospital will completely ignore them because they're kind of in this vulnerable state and they'll cut the cord anyway, or they'll do it at whatever. Like if the woman says, I want to pl- take my placenta home, like, you know, she's a never, like, she has like the right to do so, but the hospital, like people at the hospital will say, no, you don't need it, like we're taking it.
1: Well, the hospital um, will also take the, that stuff and, Uh, the umbilical stem cells and sell it yeah they they, they were they they, that was a big deal a while back they were just like "Eh, you don't need this and it's bio waste but really they were pocketing the money because that you could take uh uh umbilical stem cords and culture them and sell them to you know people for getting sports injuries or whatever yeah Uh, so it's it's so crooked that being said like uh when i have a kid like it's probably going to happen. I'm going to be very vigilant on everything that goes on, but there's so many risks. Like the, I've heard horror stories about home births, and like one thing goes wrong, where in a hospital setting something can be fixed really fast. Uh, the baby's turning blue, all various things. In a hospital setting, your 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 um, chances of things going right dramatically go up in my mind. Now yeah. that being said, epidurals epidurals have been known to sometimes cause issues because they're injecting into your spinal column. They're deadening from that down. Um, There can be issues, but I know people that were like, I'm not doing an epidural and they were up and and cooking like food later that night. Like Mm -hmm. it's crazy how quickly uh, women can rebound from that when they're just set to when they're like, nah, I'm not doing that. Uh, So I've seen that personally.
2: Yeah, and I i agree like i don't think i would have a home birth i would i feel like i'd feel a lot more safe doing it in a hospital but at the same time like i i feel like i'd be uncomfortable if my if i say i want this this and this and they're like no like we're not doing that you know yeah and well, like just because i'm like i've just given birth and i feel like i can't like you know i don't really want to fight for it. it's like Ugh. i th- well so
0: i've heard this before i don't know if it i'm pretty sure it's accurate uh uh, women just have a stronger pain tolerance and do you think that stems from like women just they they are birth givers and like that's what it is is like that's the reason why is like they have to like get another human out of them and just like just mankind was like all right hey you can tolerate pain a little bit more do you think that's where it stems from um I or do you I, just would think ask, everybody... I would ask a woman in the middle of childbirth, can is this oh is this you know on a scale of one to ten? <laughs> out out here? Yeah. Are you in any sort of pain right now or how are you doing? If you could rate it.
2: <laughs> I think yes focus. and yes and no because I think a lot of like there's a lot of women who will have like very like excruciating uh period cramps to where they throw up because of mm-hmm. the pain. Um mm-hmm. And whenever like like I've I've had friends who they they tell me that like that happens and I said tell them like you need to go see a doctor and get medi- medication and they'll go to the doctor and the doctor's like oh you're fine just take some Advil you know like Advil's not cutting their pain though it's not doing anything for them and so like I'll, I tell them like like no like you know like you need to go find a female doctor then or find a different doctor because just because this doctor doesn't know you know jack like about what's happening y- you with know- you.
1: You know what's really insane about that scenario, and I, yeah. I agree with you. the The doctors don't know too much. That like that that's a common response. Like healthcare in this country, where it's like personalized, it's gone down the tubes. But what's crazy is the majority of the time, where it's like intense cramps from period related pain, they the doctors will just put them on birth control. And do you know what birth control is? It's in it. Most of them are androgen based. So yeah. you're you're increasing your androgen hormone profile, essentially uh, castrating you, uh, for lack of a better word, temporarily. But what that what they're doing is they're not doing a blood test to confirm that hypothesis in the first place. They will not go and be like, well, let's do a blood draw. I mean, do you know, blood draws h- hormone panels are cheap. They're dirt cheap. Yeah. And like even if you pay out of pocket, forget about insurance, they're not expensive. So. For them to give a young woman that is still not done developing androgens that will also just crush any fertility—not that that's like the main issue—but will all will there are so many things we don't know what happened down chain from that in in younger females, especially when you give them an opposing hormone, um, yeah. And, and they don't do it. I mean, I'm not out of favor of that scenario. My my problem is there's not a blood test to confirm like where the hormone levels are out in the first place. And mm-hmm. then if they get on the prescription, where is it like a week after that's what yeah. a responsible doctor would do.
2: There was whatever. also this uh, test that was done that um they took these they took these men and they had these men who were like deficient in different areas like health wise, and they had them like wear, a, have a sweaty t-shirt. Like after like three days of wearing it, have a sweaty t-shirt. They put it in plastic bags, and they asked different women to smell uh, the t-shirts and like just be like, oh, like you know, tell me which guy do you think's attractive based on the smell. And the women, <laughs> the women who were deficient, like say they were deficient in one, they did not find a guy who was also deficient in one attractive. They were more attracted to some the guy who had more more of one and was not deficient in one. Yeah. Um but there was uh I think there was like twenty percent of the woman kind of seemed like they randomly chose. And so he went back and looked, and those twenty percent of the woman, they were all in birth control. And so the birth yes, control I did like, hear
0: that. Whoa.
1: Um
2: the birth control like kind of I forgot what, what the term is, but it, it kind of put that instinct
1: uh, Yeah. It completely away. alters yeah. like I don't know how much pheromone activity is in humans. But uh, I guarantee there's some unconscious thing like that that is at play in terms of yeah. attraction. I and think it's there's very a, interesting.
2: Yeah, and I think there's a lot like I think because I've heard stories too, like about like women they get off their birth control and suddenly they're not attracted to their boyfriend anymore. They're like, who who is this guy that I've been dating? <laughs> that would suck. <laughs> like you know, because they smell different to they smell different to her now, like because she's not on this birth control anymore. They like, you know, so it's like It's like meeting somebody new, and that you're hanging out with them, and like because they don't smell the same anymore, you're like, you're like, (laughs) those guys that are like, I don't
1: under,
0: I don't understand women. (laughs) (laughs) Buckle up, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) Isn't that weird? So like you think of it like kind of going back to like, back to like what the we first started talking about like just like animals in general, just like cats, like that's like that's a big thing for them, like when like just like smelling like the air and then they can they can tell like oh there's a there's a female cat that's like you know that's in heat right now and oh that's it's just crazy like that is a thing and it's it's kind of interesting too again we are animals humans are animals and to a certain level we do do that but if you look at it like the whole like you know the industry of like deodorant perfumes and everything like that that has suppressed it a lot i wonder if we've i wonder if we never had those things what it would be like? I mean, obviously we'd have stinky people walking around, but I'm, I mean, I mean, I don't like, know
1: about that. I don't know about that. I do not don't use think deodorant so? at all. Really? Like, no, for years I have not used deodorant. I use just a combination. I mean, I keep, I stay clean. Like I, 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 I eat really <laughs> well. You're the really stinky well. kid. <laughs> <laughs> I eat, I eat really well. I watch like everything I, I, I consume. Like even like I uh, reverse osmosis filters. Are, have never been more affordable. Like my water is osmosis, my food's clean. I rarely eat as it is. I eat once a day, and mm. um and I and I clean myself, and then I use like essential oils because like you know it can it can help block the uh conversion of testosterone to DHT and the binding in the scalp. I'll use like lavender, uh, peppermint, and uh, rosemary oil, and that's like my just like little thing that it doesn't last as long as like those crazy chemicals they put in deodorant but i'm not putting aluminum on my armpits where all my lymphatic system is get Mm. out of here i'm not gonna get some weird cancer because of irish spring
2: yeah also be careful be careful what essential oils you use too because there's a lot of essential oils they still put crap in there's a lot of stuff that we have that they put crap in and like our what's it called Uh, The stuff that we put, our laundry soap, our Tide, whatever, Um, Mm -hmm. our laundry soap, whatever we put in the laundry. I forgot what it was called. Detergent, our detergent, that's what it's called. Mm -hmm. So they put a lot of stuff in our detergent too, but they just put like, you know, a lot of the chemicals when they get banned, they just put a different label on the chemical and then they slap it on. They're like, nobody's going to know what this is Mm because we're going to name it something else. Um, And Mm -hmm. so there was a recall, I think, or I don't know if there's, I don't think there's a recall, but I think uh, a lot of detergents got banned in New York because they were found to have um high levels of i forget which chemical but a chemical that causes cancer
0: a lot of them <laughs> yeah just, this is so much well that's uh that's like we're, we we talked about this but fluoride in the water and everything and we won't have we don't have to talk about that but like oh uh, let's do it, it no <laughs> it's just like so like i switched my toothpaste to like in all natural it's ah, uh, it's It's really different. It looks like cottage cheese coming out of the tube. It's Mm. disgusting. It really is. And it was, it took a while to get used to, but it's just like, I don't know, like what you were saying, Lancia, companies, when like things will get banned, they'll just slap a different name on it. And it's like, it's one of those things where it's like, all right, fluoride, fluoride has a bunch of different names right now and everything. So like going through and looking at the toothpaste, it's like, oh, this one's good. Wait, that... I think that looks like fluoride and you look it up and it, it is. So I I don't know. It's, it, it really is insane. Just how much shit they put in our, in our stuff. But if you think about it, 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 it almost seems like, just kind of going back to like the food thing, they almost have to, or we would all be starving. You know what I mean? Like, is, is it, Is it one of these things where it's like, all right, what's the better of the two evils? Like feeding our entire country, making sure they have food or making sure they're healthy, but everyone is starving. Or do you think it could be something where if it was something where it was more localized, wherever you live, there's like a farm that does the exact same stuff. Do you think that would be better? I feel like
2: if it was localized or if you could just teach, you know, the people to be sustainable. If you could like teach you know like i feel like a lot of people here in the us don't want to do that they want to kind of like live fast die young <laughs> or yes, like no. they want to live fast like like i don't know they like cuz there's so much like oh like how much money i have to make money really quickly you know like what can i do to make money really quickly even if it's maybe not like morally correct um just so i can um live this bougie lifestyle like they don't they don't want to be sustainable they want other people to create that environment for them Um, and so i think it'd be really difficult like so i'd say like you know you could try to teach the people on how to be sustainable on their own because there was i think it was somewhere in the netherlands they had this kind of project where they had this whole like meeting with this this big town and they said okay how many people here want uh like four chickens like we'll give four chickens to whoever here wants them and so Like whatever, like for per family, right? And so there was a lot of families that raised that you know wanted chickens, and so they found that the I I forgot what the benefits were, but they found that it was like really beneficial because also the food waste went down because they're you know they're giving the rest of the food to the chickens, so a lot Mm -hmm. of the food waste went down, a lot of like you know the trash went down, and it's more sustainable because all these people have chickens, so now you know they're gonna go in their backyards and they're gonna get eggs, and that you know they can breed more chickens. But it's like, it's, it's stuff like that. Like, you know, we could, if we really wanted to um, do that, where, you know, be like, okay, people grow some cabbage in your backyard or stuff like that, you know?
0: Well, I think it, what doesn't help it, you know, we, we talk about this a lot. It's just like the, the, the tick the Instagram, the influencers, where it's like, oh, if you, you know, like you don't have to do anything and you become rich and famous and it's, yeah. it's. I feel like it's just a cultural thing that we've come into. But on the other hand, I feel like the, like the, there, there's a movement where I feel like for a while there, there was all like these community gardens where like, you could like pick a plot in and like, and it was like in the suburbs where it was like, uh, cause my, I remember my brother, he lived in like this, uh, not a cul-de-sac, but it was like, it just like a little like offshoot from the road but there's a bunch of like houses there but like they they didn't build a house in one of these areas and they put up like a garden and like if you wanted to you could plant your own stuff and like everyone that lived on like that area had like a little spot and they were growing their own food so i think it's one of those things where it's like if you make I, okay so it's it's exactly like living in germany where they are very particular with their trash, right? Like they, they have a, you don't have an option to like, in a, in a sense where like, they give you uh, your paper, they give you your plastic and then they give you like your normal garbage. And like, they, they, they make it accessible for you to separate your trash. So they make it easy. So I wonder if it's one of these things where it's like, if, if everyone or if like communities or, you know, whoever were to start making stuff a little bit easier for people to like be sustainable, where it's like, Okay, like let's just say housing, right? So like if you buy a house, every house comes with a garden in the backyard. Yeah. Like I think I think everyone would be a little bit more inclined to garden or if you start making it like that social norm or like okay let's say influencers if if every influencer on tiktok were to be like i'm in my garden you know making a carrot right Mm -hmm. now like every guy at the gym would be like i'm gonna make some carrots right now you know you know Mm -hmm. what i mean or plant some carrots yeah so but i think it's one of those things where almost like what you're saying Lancia, it's like we live in such a fast society and it's like go 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 because think about like when you're at the uh like a fast food restaurant right it's fast food, you want like you want your stuff in and out. I don't want to talk to anybody. I just I want it now. And I feel like it's almost that way for every because I almost find myself doing it like thinking that way or feeling that way. When I'm out in public where it's like, I just want to do what I need to do. Get in, get out. I just don't don't talk to me. And we actually my wife and I went to a restaurant and they didn't take card. They only took cash and I didn't bring any cash on me and it was one of these things where i was like oh hey i need to leave i need to go get some some cash and the the owner of the restaurant's like no sit stay he's like you eat you enjoy you relax you can come back and pay later and it was just like a very like slow down type thing so i don't know it's i don't know if you guys think feel the same way or
1: that's pretty cool that the owner was like that i like i like that um i i 100 agree with you because it goes back to the dudes that are like eating sarm sandwiches and blasting testosterone at 20 yes, they're not yeah. thinking like hmm i might have grandmother level testosterones when i'm 29 <laughs> they're not thinking that they're not thinking <laughs> 2 years in the future let alone like months from now
0: yep yep yeah, yeah it re- it really it really for the is, views uh... dude yeah. <laughs> yeah well what was it it's uh it's called the there's another supplement it's called like tren oh yeah 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 (laughs) they're they're called the trend twins right and these guys yeah like there's there's just two two dudes uh, i'm sure they're 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 on tiktok and instagram i don't know like but they call themselves the trend twins and they are benching they're like they're 20 years old and they're benching 500 pounds it's like that's not normal you know trend
1: is like one of the most um uh in terms of symptoms, one of the more extreme androgens, like uh, More Plates, More Dates, Derek, his his whole YouTube channel, uh, yeah. he's got a whole, like, section of uh, trend horror stories or whatever he calls them. And it's usually, like, um, uh, they lose their damn mind, uh, start, like, beating up people or doing, like, extremely erratic behavior, and guys will write about, like, the paranoid thoughts that they'll have, like... Did, did my girlfriend just like look at that guy some way and then they'll like start berating their girlfriends like they they just like lose their their mind and and genetically most guys can't handle trend without exhibiting like crazy symptoms like that there's a few really small uh majority of people that like do fine on it like they they and trends weird trend doesn't you lean out on trend you don't bulk you you get like your muscles get bigger and everything but your uh, lean factor go- is way more responsive than like just traditional tr- testosterone or ecopoise that's what's crazy. i almost sent you a screenshot uh of uh this guy named uh Jay masters do you know who this is it sounds very familiar uh the Delray misfits big lenny. When... big lenny big lenny no none of us uh, okay all right so um there's he just uploaded, like he was like benching. He is like this. like, There are these two guys, one his name is Big Lenny, and the other guy is Jay Masters. They had like this falling out, so Jay made his own uh YouTube channel. Anyway, they're these dudes from Florida that are uh well into their 50s and they're still taking Equipoise, DECA, uh, and testosterone. Do you, is anyone familiar with Equipoise? it's a, it's a horse testosterone. They, what? they, they, they they give it, uh, when they're breeding, like livestock, it's like a livestock, uh, instigating hormone for like increasing breeding and, and production and in, in these like horses. So these guys are like old taking ecopoys Deca, which is like an old school, um, uh, androgen that, but the only problem with it is I hear it dries out your joints, which probably means that it, completely cuts off dht i don't know i'm, I'm speculating because dht is like super important for joints in the right amount uh uh but he's the, the amount the stack is like well you should be dead of like a heart attack already I'm i oh and and what's crazy is when he does his mat. the dude is like old and he can lift like nobody's business he lifted i think there was like a four plate situation on either end and he was lifting (laughs) and this old dude is lifting and the scabs on his head were starting to just pour with blood like you could see the blood just starting to run down the back of his head because his blood pressure his blood pressure is already too high with uh, like everything he does he he drinks um steel reserves like all day in the pool and then goes and like lifts heavy and blasts testosterone and horse, horse hormones. So,
0: <laughs> <laughs> so
1: he he um he's on the bench and his blood pressure is already too high. But once all that force that's he's exhibiting during the bench press, his his scabs can't handle it. So he just starts bleeding all over the place. <laughs>
2: oh
0: <my God. laughs> that's so gross.
1: And the dude is still alive. It's amazing. And Big Lenny is not doing too good. Um, there's the uh, there's this thing called um, Palumboism. Do you know what that is? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So it's uh, it's extremely rare. It's when guys are taking uh, different. Uh, it's usually associated, I think, with two different hormones. But um, it's when their midsection starts to grow an abnormal size, and it and it their bellies become distended, not from fat, from their muscle wall. So, and their and their core muscles just get out of control. For some reason, there's like this affinity to those receptor sites binding and it's signaling those uh, those muscles to just they can't stop growing. It's almost like those guys that get the ridges when they take too much growth hormone, the, the those sutures in your skull that are supposed to be done developing like when you're a teenager start growing again. So the dudes that shave their heads and they're on way too much hormone uh, growth hormone, they have these ridges. It's like called uh, growth hormone horns or something like that. Um, but this is like also abuse. I'm not saying yeah. like when you're of a certain age, growth hormone in small amounts every now and then isn't like a terrible idea. I'm just saying these dudes are idiots. <laughs> They're just juicing out the max. Wow. Uh, but yeah, I would love to interview Jay Masters and just get see how his mind ticks.
0: Hmm. Mm. Lance, here, were you gonna say something?
2: I don't remember what I was gonna say.
0: I'm okay. sorry, did I interrupt? I don't even know, Dave. No. I interrupted. I apologize.
2: No, you didn't no, you didn't I... interrupt. You're were... no, you didn't interrupt. <laughs> you're <were> fine. <laughs> I forgot what I was gonna say. Oh
0: uh, yeah. It's it's crazy the amount of stuff oh. that's out there. Just I everything. Oh,
2: okay. Okay. I was just gonna say, because you it asked if we feel that way too. I was just was gonna say that, yeah, like I think um... I think that I I do like seeing like how much people are like oh you got to like you know like live fast or you have to like get to this point. It feels like there's this race. It feels like everybody is rushing to get to this financially successful point. And so I feel like I'm in this race as well. Um and it's just very difficult like you know like I'm 20 and I feel like I'm supposed to be <laughs> a millionaire and I'm not a millionaire. <laughs> but yeah it's very discouraging too like you know i don't want to live in this kind of lifestyle either feeling like i'm rushed like i would rather go live in the suburbs and have my own little garden farm you know at my own house where i'm sustainable and live my life happily (laughs) so yeah like i can agree that i i feel that way as well
0: that makes total sense. And it's because it, it sucks because it's just like, that's just how the world revolves around money and it, it, it sucks, but it's like, it's a necessary evil because I mean like, all right, if you, all right, if you want to live in the suburbs and have a garden, well, how are you going to pay for it? Exactly, you know, And it's really yeah. like, okay, well now I, now I have to be like almost like what you're saying. Now I have to be in that race. I have to do something. And now I have to work like a nine. If I was saying this the other day, it was crazy. Cause I, I feel like when I get home, I see my wife for like, an hour or two. And then it's like, all right, well now it's time to go to bed. Cause I have to get up in a couple of hours to like start this whole process over again. And we do that for what, like 30, 40 years till like we're at retirement. And yeah. then it's like, well, well now I'm tired. Now all I want to do a sleep cause I'm an old man now. It's like, I just want to <laughs> take a nap all day. So it's like, yeah. it, it, it would be, it would be nice if we lived in, in a world where it, like things were provided, where it's like, all right, everyone gets the same thing. But it's again, then it's humans as like just in general are greedy. So like someone who's supposed to do their job won't do it, and then other people have to pick it up. And it's like, well, it doesn't matter because we're we all get the same. It's it's a weird world, and I think like no matter. I think I'd ask this too, like how many people would it take, or what do you think the max amount of people to live in a utopia would be? Or, like, what do you think it would take for, like, the actual, like, perfect world? Like, you know, you, do you get what I'm saying? Where I was, like – because, obviously, the, the world we live in right now, there is the, – oh, oh, oh. uh, we can't live in a utopia, right? Like, there's there's no such thing. But, like, yeah. do you think, like, Max is, like, 10 people? And then, well, like, that would be – like, or, or what do you think?
2: Well, and somewhere, I think somewhere over, like, near Greece, there's this island where – when you're born, you're assigned six lifelong friends. And so there's six. What? Yeah. So there's six other what? babies arranged friends. <laughs> yes, it's arranged it's friends. So there's like six other babies that they pick. Okay, this is going to be your little circle. And they do what? this for all these babies. Wow. And they see that the people there, they live like very long lives and they live very like fulfilling lives because they have this strong uh, support group from the beginning. And so this support group stays with you from birth till, you know, death.
1: Yeah. Weird. Wow. That's the other thing. I'm glad you brought that up because um, you can, you know, sup, uh, supplementation, good lifestyle, don't drink, don't smoke, don't do the all of these things. Exercise, get good sleep. You can do all these things to extend your life, but um, laughing and, and having fun and enjoying yourself is a huge marker for longevity and just uh, a happy life. Um, I know I'm I'm I I goof around on the show a lot, but I definitely believe that laughter is is a serious medicine. Um
2: Yeah, I agree.
1: And and that yeah. just that's amazing. I want I'm gonna look that up later tonight. Uh, assigned friends. Interesting. That is I a know. new one to me. But what if you didn't
0: like them? Like what if like <laughs> well, it's just like the, you like oh, these are my friends, I hate them though. I, <laughs> I really that. hate George.
2: I think it's a whole like culture thing as well. Like our culture here is drastically different from other cultures. Like yeah. over in Japan, they raised the children to be very independent because the adults there in Japan are, they have to have the minds. They have like the mindset. Okay. of Like, well, we're responsible for the children here as well. Like the children can go and be independent because a lot of the adults there are like, okay, I'm responsible for that kid as well. Like they all have to act like, you know, that's my kid too, you know? Mm-hmm
1: yeah um
2: so i think it's very much a cultural thing like if you're in um because you know the way our culture is like we have a lot of strange people like anywhere you go there's gonna be (laughs) weird people but we don't
0: say we
2: have a lot of people that are very more um i don't know like open about it or they like they feel more freedom to put it out there and be like you know this is this is me even though it's like well that that may not be that maybe mental illness that you want to be a wolf. I don't know. Like. <laughs>
1: no. Oh, the trans speciesist. Yes. I, I would definitely just... categorize that yeah. as mental illness.
2: And like people saying like you know, they were born one race and they're like, Well, I identify as this race. Like it doesn't mean that doesn't matter.
1: That reminds uh, me of that South Park where Kyle uh, identifies as a black black guy and not a Jew because he wants to make the basketball uh, team, and, and they <laughs> use Mr.
0: Garrison's balls as his knees <laughs> when they stitch them together. And his dad identifies as a, a dolphin. Yes. Oh gosh, yeah. Oh. Um.
2: So I think the culture is very different there too. So, you know, there's there's going to be a lot of people I think you don't like, and there's like you know you have friends, and there's still stuff you don't like about your friends. I think it just sure. – it would be like a, a culture thing. And...
0: Well, well, well <clears throat> I forgot what episode it was on. All right. We're referencing a lot of past episodes. But real, we had talked about like just like a helping hand. I think it was like if we could be rich or something like that. oh, You were talking about Kim Kardashian not – or not maybe – it was one of the Kardashians didn't know how to make a peanut butter sandwich. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was like someone had always made them like a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. And she's like, I'll do it oh. myself.
1: Oh, it's because Rose, Rose, she was talking about how culturally it's normal to have someone
0: work in your house with you, like part of the family almost. Yes, and it's just, it's, it's that's the thing is like we, I think we forget sometimes like how big the world it like the world is big and small at the same time, and like you can go like a thousand miles in one direction, and things can just be totally different. Like look at like the northern United States compared to the southern united states like even that there is like a huge just like how we talk like like if i was going to say like hey hey you guys but down south it's hey y'all you you know what i mean it's just like and then you just go a little bit more south and it's just like it's a completely different culture it's it's crazy how how that happens but yeah yeah six long life friends maybe we should start doing that Well, I mean, we've we've hit that we've hit that hour mark. Do we want to keep on talking about nutrition and health? And we talked I mean, about like. Go ahead. I, I I
1: I I do have one thing that I want to. I, has anyone heard of Brian Johnson?
2: Johnson Johnson.
1: No 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 oh, okay, uh, no. 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 and they and and Johnson and Johnson's uh, very quietly bought out Tom's Natural uh, Products. So like Tom's toothpaste, Tom's deodorant they quietly bought uh that natural like family brand out and then they uh reformulated some stuff so who knows what's in that natural stuff now yeah um but but brian johnson he's this uh dude that sold uh his company to which eventually became venmo so um it was called braintree and it was some kind of a payment processing system that Venmo bought. And then he made like a ton of money. He was like a, a, a Silicon Valley dude. Anyway, so he was like, I don't know, like 30 something when he sold it. And since then, since like, I don't know, 38, he's been pouring all his money into longevity research. So, so, so far he's like uh, several million dollars in on personalizing uh only uh, like peer reviewed data on longevity and creating his own protocol. It's called Project Blueprint and he's got a whole site. And the cool thing about him is a lot of people that do this kind of stuff that use like legitimate research, they'll put all their test results and their protocols behind a paywall and you got to pay him. Uh, this guy has published it all for free. Uh, he shows what he takes, uh, what he's altered all his biomarkers like every single blood panel he gets uh urine analysis uh fluid uh tests um skin tests all, all kind they'll they'll take plugs of his skin to test the cells in varying types he gets ultrasounds for like all, every organ in his body it is crazy the level I, and and um so he has all the protocols like all the mechanical things he does like exercises and also stuff like red light therapy um uh he like tens machines that stimulate certain muscle groups when he's not working out or all of this different stuff the food that he eats the recipes he uses the brands he uses the all of the supplementation he uses all he publishes for free on his website so hats off to him um, and he has, he has won the world record in age reversal. So he's uh, reversed his biological age based on several different biomarkers that are like the standard. And um, he's reversed his age, I think 5.1 years. And on top of that, he is, he is aging at a pace slower than a 10 year old. Now that may say, seem crazy, but 10 year olds are undergoing like growth spurts and there's a lot of cell division in in that era uh, because you're growing. But for someone in his late forties to be slowing, you know, in that age bracket, like his aging pace is that slow. Um, Now, can you do all of this? Actually, pretty affordably, the the, all the upfront costs, there's like a lot of crazy machines he uses, but... um, the cool thing is, is that like in terms of supplementation and lifestyle, there's a, there's like, you can do 80% of that and not break the bank. I think the estimate was that if you did most of what he does, minus a few of the hardcore expensive, like medical grade machines, you're looking at like, um, 1500 a month on that lifestyle. Now you can, you can scale that down to meet your budget, but what's so cool is it's free information and everybody in whatever economic, you know, uh, category they're in can kind of uh retrofit it to their life i just think that's so cool that someone is genuine enough to just release all this data and not try to profit off of their research that's cool so anyway
2: that is
0: cool so he so he's essentially doing all of these tests on himself and like he's doing all of these things and then he's just putting his own like whatever, like whatever results, he's just putting it online for people to see exactly like how it's yep. affecting him. And it's yeah, pretty the cool. time frame. So like I started this particular
1: diet at this time. Here's my blood results like a week later. Like so he's basically taking stuff that we know from research, applying it to him. And then whenever he does something, he releases all his all his bio tests. And then if he alters it, he'll release new tests and constantly verify and he's using himself as an experiment. Um, but it's still like, you know, it's the kind of experiment you want to do on yourself. Uh, but it's cool. It's, it's so cool. I'm like been nerding out on it every now and then he'll (laughs) do like an hour long interview and I'm like, okay,
0: what is, what is spermidine and how do I get it? (laughs) Well, so I'll, I'll throw my last two cents in and we can wrap things up, but, um, a lot of i feel like what i see is um well two things really is like i feel like there's a lot of like uh, kind of like what you said like there's like this this japanese herbal like oh what is it there's like there's a couple of them where it's just like oh deer antler velvet that's one Hell of yeah. them like that's like yeah like it's very weird but it's supposed to be like all natural and like i guess I, it's it's some, I can't remember which Asian country, but like they've used it for like centuries and it's like proven and everything. But it's weird because if you like, you look at it online, they're like, depending on what color the powder is, depends on if it's like, if it's real or not. But like, there's companies that will just like say like, dear aunt and let you just sell it. And like, it's really interesting, like how much research you really have to do to get like, you know, like it's so don't think it's almost like the, the uh, Venom Strike uh, supplement stuff. It's yeah. like, maybe you should probably look at what's inside of it before you just grab it. Yeah. Um, I, can't, I can't remember what the, the other thing I was going to say. But, yeah, essentially, yeah, just make sure you're – when it comes down to it, just make sure you're doing your research. There's a yes. lot of research out there. Yeah.
1: But it, it, you know what's crazy? When I was in high school, Vitamin Shop still carried pro-hormones. Like the precursors to testosterone the precursors to different a- androgens and they would sell it like that it was extremely uh uh what do you call it uh manipulative marketing they were definitely going for the teenage guy it's like basically axe deodorant marketing for hormones <laughs> it's like i can get all the chicks and be huge dude and and but meanwhile you might get like grape-sized tumors in your liver don't worry about that don't worry about that <laughs>
0: yeah uh, well Lancia, do you have any uh closing 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 remarks or anything
2: uh no i just want to put better stuff in my body i think that's it like <laughs> i just yeah, want to live healthier
0: <laughs> yeah i think i think we're all on the same page right there seth anything else are you were you, you good eh, i don't know i'm good okay all right <laughs> well thank you for uh stopping by taking a listen to this episode uh you know just remember that old saying we have here we don't want some normal we want stuff that's effing weird here it is <laughs> Fucking little...